Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of This Is My Bourbon Podcast. I'm your host, Perry. With me, as he always is, it's the whiskey mutant himself, Eric Smith. You ever been bitten by a dude? <laughs> Does, like, my little brother count? Because <laughs> if so, yes. Oh. <laughs> when, when I was, like, four, and he was just discovering that it was fun to torture me by just torture biting at me biting he got in trouble for it and he still continued to do it so he do it to this day y'all just have like get togethers and he just comes up behind you and bites you (laughs) i've got just like massive just scars on my back like batman (laughs) (sighs) how are how are you doing i'm good now i'm good now too we've had a tumultuous 24 hours i would say well we're here we made it. Just barely. But and we, I'm feeling a lot better. I am, too. I, I really am, We've too. had highs and we've had lows. I got asked if I got bitten by a dude ever before. I got told I don't need to be friends with everybody. <laughs> if you make it to the finals, you might get curb stomped. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh man, that was a good training session. It was good training. It session. was good. I'm I'm still a little worried though. Wow. So tonight, tonight. Well, if you're listening, it's not tonight. You'll already know the outcome by now. Yeah, by the time this episode comes out, you know what happened. Madness. So I'm excited. I'm, I think you're going to do great. I think I am too. Um, I was talking about this in our group chat last night. I like the only point of confusion that i have is i don't know how brian does with blinds so have you seen um his videos when he reviews stuff mm -mm. he's he's damn serious is he he makes funny faces what is clinking i don't know it's driving me i don't know how he does on blinds clifton now that's the wild card according to what kind of mood he's in if he's fireballed up, you better watch out. <laughs> if he's super sand up. Yeah. If he's got that fireball in his veins, oh, man. better watch out. Can't wait. Uh, if you <clears throat> have never listened to the show before and you're here for the first time. Hi. Hello. Thank you so much for being here. If you're returning, hope you have been well. Uh, please subscribe to the channel. Channel podcast if you have not done so already. But also do, yes, subscribe to uh, this My Bourbon podcast on YouTube. Where I go live every Thursday night. Dude, I was on with you. I felt like it had been forever since you'd been has. on I think live it, with me. I usually try to do once a month, and I think it got away from me. It was a little a little longer than that. <laughs> uh, but you can also follow us on social media. I am at my bourbon pod or P Ritter1792. Eric is at Whiskey Mutant. You can also support the show. It's the big one. The big one. The big kahuna. Patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast for as little as a dollar a month, for as little as five dollars a month, you get Bonus content, including the pregame chats, including Sampley Irresistible, which I think we're wrapping up soon before we head back to pours from the floor. I think so. Mm. We've had good samples. We've had very bad samples. Very bad samples. Uh, so you can go, no you can go bueno. check all that out. Um, also, I want to remind everybody that our link for our new riff pick is live. Yes. Uh, we'll put it in the description of this episode, as well as you can go find it on our Facebook group. This is my Bourbon Podcast Facebook group. Um, what else? Oh, leave us a five-star rating and review. Do it. Please. Uh, we've got a bunch of new ratings, but no reviews. 
Say some words. Say some words about us. We appreciate it. It really really helps us out. It allows other people to find us within the search algorithm. It bumps us up and does all that good stuff. So please do that. It means a lot. Do it. Um, I feel like I had one more thing I was going to say. Oh, we've got a new patron to thank. Yeah. Thank. Nice. Uh, Thank at the end of the episode as well. So this week we're starting out with Flying Blind. Flying where blind. we blind ourselves, where one of us blinds somebody with something. I blinded you. And you bl- you blound me. Blound? Is that? <laughs> no, no, it's not. Okay. I'm not good with words, so you could have got me. You <laughs> no, could have been like, no, 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 no. Very baking spicy. Dude, it is, right? It's sweet like caramel and brown sugar. Smells like a cookie. What kind of cookie? Kind of reminds me of those new uh, sea salt caramel Girl Scout cookies. Mm. Is that what you would pair this with? I got some of those. You gave them to me. Oh, yeah, I did, didn't I? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. They're gone now. They're really good. They are really, really good. Um, I think that the... The toast ones that came out this year are better, though. Oh, the French toast? Yeah. Those were good. You know, sometimes it's just nice to have really good bourbon. It's really good, ain't it? It's just nice to have something that's like, I don't have to dissect it or talk about what age is or or anything. It's just like, I really, really like that. It is a really good pour. Man. It's got a really nice long finish to it. I was going to say it lingers there and it's like not anything that it doesn't dry you out and it keeps a little bit of that flavor there sitting. So you you want to reach back for another uh, drink, but at the same time, you don't exactly have to because it's just sitting there. Man, I like that a lot. That's so nice. What is this? Oh. It's the Target pick. It's a Russell's Reserve pick by Target. Bullseye's barrel. (laughs) So our buddy Rich Eisor. Yeah. (laughs) You work hard on this one. Man. Dang. It's old, too. Eight and a half? That's an old turkey barrel. I like this. I like this a lot. Yeah. Can I pour a little more for this? Yeah, of course. He hands it to me and goes, tell Perry to review this on the podcast. <laughs> I said, I'll do one better. I'm going to blind him with it. Man, that is so good. Do they have any left? No. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Crap. It's really good. I think uh, I think our buddy Darren got one because it was... Did he? Yeah, I think some were put out in... Um, I don't know what stores they got on that. I got this from him. Like, he helped me get this. So. It's really good, though. Rich, I got to say, you picked a heck of a barrel. Yeah. He uh, he told me that uh, he works hard. To, like, I don't know if if they have any other picks, period. Like, that may be the only target pick, period. Yeah. But it's awesome. I love it. I had You're a little really, bit really um, like the it. other night, and then I wanted to bring it over to you. It's so bakey. It is. It's funny because like parts of it ring like turkey to me, but for the most part, it's just it's just good bourbon. Yeah. So it's good stuff. 
I don't care what they say about you, Rich. You're a good guy. I don't say anything bad about him. Some people do. Eric, what have you been drinking recently? Oh, what have I been drinking? Um, I got a bottle of Penelope 13-year-old hot whiskey. Mm. And it's so good. It's so good. I had a little bit of that. Um, I got... Did I talk about last time? The Starlight uh, Honey Barrel? No, I you got? didn't. Oh, my God, dude. I got to bring that over next time. Please. Like, I've not really had too many of the honey finished stuff, but I wasn't expecting, like, like I feel like those are trigger words, too, you know, when you put honey and yeah. maple For and sure, all that yeah. stuff. But it really is just like this little hint of honey, but it's good bourbon. I think it's, I, I mean, I don't own any other, I've never had the Bell Mead honey and all that stuff. I hear yeah. people take, talk really highly of that, but it's just, it's so good. It's so good. So I had that. Um, what else did I have? Um, I paired a uh, cornbread donut topped with pulled pork with Old Carter Batch 2. So... So it made it to the second round. Yes. So it will be available. So it'll be again. back. Yes. Which is amazing because I missed out on it this past week. I'll keep you updated. Thank you. I'll make sure you get it. <laughs> and it's at if you live in Louisville or in Lexington and you go to North Lime, they're doing their donut madness right now. So two special donuts a day. The one that gets bought the most moves on to the next round. Donut madness. Donut madness. It always feels like it needs something like that. Yes. But they do like pretty much all these crazy special ones and right now which it'll be over by this time it airs but it's the savory division yeah but it was pulled pork barbecue like fresh pulled pork with a little bit of sweet barbecue sauce on top of a cornbread donut and it was the sweetest cornbread ever and i was like what can i pair with this i had to pair it like it oh, of was course. No, no doubt and i the only old carter i own um is batch two of the bourbon and april bought it for me for my birthday one year oh that's cool and it's, but it's, it's Dickel. It's Tennessee. But it does not, taste like it Dickel. does not taste yeah. like Dickel. But it's very like sweet. It's almost like a sweet cornbread. You know, it's got that high corn mash bill. Mm -hmm. And, but it's, it has a smoky finish. And I was like, man, cornbread, smoky, barbecue and all this stuff. And it was delicious with it. And I hadn't had any of it in a long time. And it went perfect with that cornbread and pulled pork. Amazing. So good. So good. That's awesome. Yeah. So not this past week, but the week before, I, I celebrated Bottled and Bond Day uh, on my stream. And I just wound up with a bunch of <laughs> Bottled and Bond bottles that I haven't had in forever. So I've just been going through, like, the affordable Bottled and just Bond. Just what's on the shelf. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I got Evan Williams Bottled and Bond, Dant, I, Old Granddad Bottled and Bond, which doesn't hold up as well as it used to. For really, me. I haven't yeah. had it in a while. I felt I felt like I put that on like the top of the the top of the line. I used to, or at least like let me see, close to it. But I like, and I need to do them blind. But I'm like all in with Dant and Evan Williams now. But and it's not to say that the old granddad is bad. It, it's thinner than I remember. It smells like old granddad. It does. It's got that peanut butteriness to it. Oh, yeah. There's... Oh. It really is pretty thin. Isn't that weird, though? 
I I feel like it before it was a lot thicker. I know. And maybe some of that is being colored by like my memory of Granddad One Fourteen. Mm-hmm. But even still, like I feel like I remember that bourbon well enough to be. I don't know, familiar with it. <laughs> but here's the Dant, too, if you want to try that. Also, oh, I, I hate that Dant has a black screw top now, and they've moved away from the white, the white. one. It looks, it looks so good. It looks so out of place now with a black screw top. Uh, have you ever... I, I don't think I have, personally. Um, but going back through the older episodes, have you ever just sat like all the Heaven Hill screw top bottled and bonds and done like side by sides of no, all I of haven't, them, I haven't just yet. to see. I would love just to see if they how different or how similar they all are. I want to do. I would probably wind up doing that as a as a stream. Ooh, I love the nose on. That. I know, but I would probably wind up doing it as a stream and like one week just comparing them, mm-hmm. not blind, and the next week actually doing them in a blind. Yeah, that'd be nice. Like you a know? little two part series. Yeah, exactly. Just because I, I have I've not done that yet, but I love everything about this series. I could just turn I could kill that whole bottle off. Dude, like it's and, way too drinkable. <laughs> and I mean it's only fourteen dollars a bottle. <laughs> like people sleeping on that, like if I think a lot of people listening probably understand the goodness of those screw top bottled and bonds like JTS Brown and uh Dant and T.W. Samuels and stuff like that. But if you're listening to this and maybe you're just getting into bourbon or you haven't had something in a while and you can get J.W. Dant or J.T.S. Brown or T.W. Samuels. I throw Evan Williams in there too. Evan Williams bottom on. Don't let a screw top deter you and the price deter you from this because these are, they, they hit way out of their league. Yeah. Like, they should not be that good for that price and all and the the packaging, yeah. I guess you'd say. Man. It's been a while since I had that, and that's good. Uh let's get to some news, shall we? Okay. Um we got a lot of new we got a lot of news to get through this week. Um some big, big things happening as well. So we got to start with what I think is the biggest piece of news that came out of the bourbon industry this week. And that is that Bartstown Bourbon Company has been acquired by a private capital firm. I heard about this. So it, it, from what I understand, and people have been talking about this, and there are people who know a lot more about it than I do, and, um, but from just kind of a gist, it's not a bad thing. For Bardstown Bourbon Company, because it looks like they were just trying to find more money to invest into projects. So, yeah, I was asking, uh, I think we were talking about this when I was with Matt at that pick. It's not really like a big like alcohol or like place bought them out. It's basically like a kind of like a finance type deal. Like mm-hmm. it was basically gives them more money. It's not yep. like they're like, we're going, we want it to taste like this or like do this, but it gives them the opportunity to have some more cash, I guess you'd say. Right? Now, here's, Is that right? Yeah, I think that that's, I think that that's pretty much yeah. it. But the thing that like makes me pause just a little bit is that David Mandel, who is the CEO, one of the founders, 
posted on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter yesterday. It, and it read like he was saying goodbye. And it was like, thank you to everybody who supported Bardstown Bourbon Company. Really? I mean, it was it was very final. Hmm. Like, it seemed like he was he was speaking like he was moving away from working yeah. with the company. I don't think that that's entirely true. I don't think that he will ever not have a hand. And so, like, here you got a bunch of money. You want to retire? And he's like, heck yeah, I'll I retire. mean, that's that's entirely possible too. Because I mean, it, it was his baby. It was yeah. his vision, and he was a he was a California guy who came to Kentucky with the capital for it. And he, it's I mean, he made a great company. Yeah, it is the that's, dream that every investor it's, who it's starts close, a bourbon company. It's as close to like. A Napa Valley type wine exactly. experience you could have, but it's all whiskey, you know. And it's amazing, and I, I think that you know it, when when you look at what Bardstown Bourbon Company has been doing, and you look at, I mean, I feel like every single time that I go to Bardstown, there is a new Rick House being mm. put up. I mean, I was there like yeah. two weeks in a row, and I'm pretty sure that I saw on both weeks a new Rick House getting built. So if you just look at what they are making and how much they are making, and I mean those Rick houses are full, yeah, too. It's not that they're just you know aimlessly putting up buildings so that they can eventually put stuff into it. They are operating already at full capacity, right? Which means that full capacity can expand well beyond what they're doing already. So I think that's great, and I mean if you're if you're going to shoot for the stars, you may as well you know make Go as far it. as you can, yeah. and yeah. and so. It's it sounds it sounds unfortunate that, you know, they got bought out. But when you have to look at it from like, what can this do for them as a company? Yeah. So I guess it would be different if like a big like spirits industry, I mean, spirits brand or something bought them out and wanted to like Mm -hmm. change what they do. But hopefully everything just stays the same and they just keep putting out good stuff. Yeah. So last week we um, talked about how. The uh, House Bill 500 passed the uh, the Kentucky House, yes, <laughs> which essentially saved barrel picks, bar- private barrels, and all this oh, stuff. I've, I've seen some stuff about how this could have a negative effect. I now. have seen that too, and I think it's weird. But do you want to talk about that for a second? Yeah. Well, I went into uh, one of my stores, um, the one I visit most, Ernie's, and uh, the owner was kind of telling me about it, and. He was worried that this would, because I guess it said that it would allow like stuff to be sent everywhere, basically, something like that. And so he's worried that now, like, if they allow it to be sent to more places, then it's going to be harder for maybe smaller places to get barrel picks because it may be distributed even more. So That's what he made it sound like. So I don't he's know. he's worried that. He's worried that he may not get his get barrel picks because they're too spread out. I don't think that's going to be the case. Okay, well that's what he was worried about because it it made it sound like I, for, more more people would have access to it in in farther places. So maybe the local places now would be even less given less. No, I think that what it and again this is my understanding. I could be wrong, and he could be way more right than I am. But my understanding is that it allows shipment of samples right. to be sent to people so that they can pick barrels. 
Like, you don't have to do everything on site. Right. My argument against that, though, and it's nothing, I'm not trying to, like, be combative against him. How is this any different from what everybody was doing doing during COVID? Right. Right? Like, everybody was doing barrel picks. Not everybody. But people who were doing barrel picks were doing them off-site. Right. I mean, it's not new. I guess he I think it's just making it more legal. He made it sound more like now you don't have to have, like, more... How am I trying to say this? Like, anybody could do it. Like... It would, I don't think it, it would that make that's it, true, it, though. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying what I was trying to buy a bottle of bourbon, and he was telling me about it, and I was like, I don't know what this means. I'm saying this is that's why. like that's like the guy I've uh, after my tour the other day. I had to go and fill up the bus a little bit because, yeah. like, as soon as I pulled into the driveway, it hit low. Right. <laughs> and so I went in, and my card wasn't being read at the the pump, so I had to go in. And this big, like, foreign <laughs> foreign guy who owns the store plops his phone down on the counter, spins it around to show me, and he showed me what the wholesale price was on oil per barrel and, yeah. like, how much, like, per gallon it was going to cost him and why price was rising and how much, like, he actually makes based on, you know, you know having to open the credit line and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> and I was like... Bro, I just came in here to get $20 of diesel. Like, <laughs> I'm real sorry, but <laughs> that sounds like it sucks. Right. <laughs> and I don't mean to be glib about it, but I just like, can I go home? <laughs> it's 1030. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't. I want to go sleep. <laughs> I don't understand it, but it, it may, it, the worry. Oh my gosh. I am so sorry. I totally forgot about this. I had a really, really great tour on Friday with uh, a bunch of guys who actually listen and watch uh, Tim Bip stuff. Um, Jeff, Darrell, Garrett, and Kelsey. You guys were awesome. It was so much fun getting to hang out with you all this past weekend. Uh, they actually gave me a, a blind flight set as well. And I got to meet Todd Ritter, too, who is always in my chat. Um, and the we, other Ritter. The other Ritter. We now say that we're long-lost cousins. Um April texted you, by the way. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we, uh, it, he, he gave us a sample of a nineteen sixty nine Ezra Brooks. Damn, something like that. Sixty nine. Nice, nice. <laughs> I've got the sample in the house. Oh yes. So, um, we might have to. Do something special with that, uh, and I, I uh, think that's I think that's appropriate. And then Darrell gave me a, a sample of Redbreast Twenty Seven. Ooh, I'm so excited to try, dude! I'm saving it for St. Patrick's Day. I can't wait. That's Irish whiskey, right? Yeah. Okay, I don't know shit about that. Uh, that's all right. All right. Anyway, circling back around to the, I think the main the thing. Stuff. I think he was more worried that this would prov- this would give more people opportunity, and so it's going to even spread it even more thin. So some of the local stores have had trouble getting barrel picks already, and now it's like, oh, are we? You know, I'm now I'm worried that we're not going to get we're going to get even less now because yeah. maybe more people have an opportunity to get it, which. I want more people to have an opportunity to get it, but also I want to support my local place too. So I didn't really understand it. I was just kind of listening while I was trying to pay for my bourbon. So, <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. 
Sure. So what what we're getting at here though is that it it passed the House last week, uh, and it actually passed through the Senate today. So I'm trying to look at this from a positive standpoint. Barrel picks are going to be okay. Kentucky's going to be all right with single barrel private picks, whatever. Um, but it's yeah. I hope it doesn't get to that that stores don't get what they want. I, but I don't know. I just I'll find a barrel pick somehow. <laughs> just don't take single barrels away. I'm gonna go to the distilleries, <laughs> Rick houses with my own. <laughs> I'll make my own my damn own barrel thief. picks. <laughs> it's just a blank bottle. You've got like painter's tape on it, and you've written like "suck it." <laughs> hey, you give me that bottle. I post it on Instagram. It'll blow up, I guarantee it. <laughs> you know how many responses uh, My Daily Bourbon got when I made a fake pickup? Can we talk about that for a second? <laughs> that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire life. And the fact that he actually got messages yeah. about it yeah. is so good. It's so funny. Anyway, so what did you do? <laughs> so I was uh, when I was uh, organizing some of my uh, bottles, I... Um, there was a a Funko that had broke, and it was a Deadpool unmasked Funko, so it was just this Deadpool face. And I took the spring off, and it fit perfectly on top of a Blanton's horse. And I put that on there, and I took a really I took a picture of it, put it in my story, and said, um, "Anyone interested in this Deadpool Blanton's pick, message my Daily Bourbon for more info." And he got messages about it. People asking about how to get the dead, the Deadpool Blantons. He said he hated me. It's so chaotic, neutral. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh. That's the kind of humor that just absolutely destroys me. That is so funny, dude. Oh. Oh. My goodness gracious. It actually just reminded me, for some reason, um, I got to see Matt Porter this past weekend. You did. Too. Um, and I got to try his... This is this is just like me c- continuously throughout the episode remembering things I've had to drink um, or things that I've done over the past week. But I got to try his um, blend for Bardstown Bourbon Company. And... It's really good. Is it? It's really, it's really good. It's going to be good. a gift shop only, right? Yep. Yep. It looks like we already have information, too, on this year's Four Roses LE small batch. Um, it's not much, <laughs> but we've got something. Uh, it's 108 proof. 108 proof. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Blend of four different recipes that are old. Probably. Yeah. We don't have any information on that yet, though. Okay. So non-starter of a story i guess um so hmm go ahead i was gonna say what about the jack daniels the koi hill batch oh right and the i forgot about that and the label they used was 150 proof (laughs) yeah it was we'll get to that we'll get to that in a second once we uh, excited no 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 No, i totally understand so uh, (laughs) I don't know how to talk about this because I'm going to be laughing about it more than anything. Despite the fact that like the product that is being sold is really cool. uh, The concept behind it is 
little dumb. Do you have any idea what I might be talking about? Mm, no. Well, Buffalo Trace oh has teamed up with Block Bar NFTs. An NFT? On a, hold on. Oh, God. On a five-bottle release of OFC 1982 in six-liter bottles. Six liters? Six liters. The bottle will be auctioned. Bottles, excuse me, will be auctioned with proceeds benefiting charity. Each bottle is accompanied by an NFT redeemable for the physical bottle. <laughs> what? Okay. I want somebody to make an NFT. I need to, I'm going to tweet this before the end of the day because it's a really funny joke. Um, but <laughs> it's an NFT about how Beanie Babies were the first NFTs. Isn't it just though? It is. Six liters? Six liters. What? That's the size of what? Like a mini fridge or something? (laughs) Yeah. It is a massive looking bottle. I can't. Lord have mercy. I I can't pick this up. Damn. No, we Um, couldn't. I probably couldn't lift it. No, I mean, I can't pick the laptop up to show you because I'm just going to open it in a different window so you have it to look at. Um, Six. Gosh, it's massive. And and to beat it all, like what one of the most expensive products Buffalo Trace has, right? Yep. <laughs> and it's six liters. It's got to be like, I don't know, a twenty five thousand dollar bottle. Jesus Christ. I mean that's speculation, but holy crap! I'm looking at it compared to the normal size. <laughs> that's bottle. what I yeah. That's the image that I had pulled up for you to look at. Lord, that's out of control. <laughs> That's a cork too. That it's a real cork in that bottle. That's a hockey puck. <laughs> you could kill a guy with yeah. that. Jeez. <laughs> Leave your bricks at home, kids. We got a giant cork we can use Ooh. now. Anyway, uh, moving on to some releases this week. Did you want to do this first, or do you want to do your bottle with the discussion first? Hey, I'm I'm just hanging out for the ride. You you're running the show. We'll talk about releases. We'll do your bottle. Then we'll do TTB labels. All right. Sound good? Sounds good. Cool. Anyway, releases. Um, Michter's has announced their new, or excuse me, this year's edition of the Barrel Strength Rye. Mm. It's going to be clocking in at 111.6 proof. Okay. $100 Kentucky Straight Rye. They're, I mean, Michter's, anything Michter's Barrel Strength or Rye to me is a hitter. Like... I feel like they do that, yeah. especially their rye stuff. For sure. It's so good. Uh, let's see. A Whiskey Advocate says, as with previous releases of Barrel Strength Rye, this whiskey is bottled as a single barrel product, so while the average proof is 111.6, it varies from bottle to bottle. Hmm. Okay, there you go. Uh, it scored 93 points at Whiskey Advocate in 2019. Nice. We also, we can talk about this a little bit with our uh, review, are seeing the release of an old Fitz 17-year bottled and bond Kentucky Straight weeded bourbon. Weeded bourbon, 17 years old. Here's the kicker, though. Uh-oh, there's a kicker? There is a kicker. All right. I wasn't ready for this. It's more expensive than it has been in the past. It's hundred and eighty-five dollars. Oh, and I know that I bit. know that that's only fifteen dollars more. Why? I don't know. 
Maybe it's because they had less product that went into it. Maybe. I mean, that's 17 years that they've waited for. <laughs> but you love to be able to say, like, as long as somebody sells it for MSRP, it's $10 a year. Yeah. You love to be able to say that. I <laughs> I was 11 when this went into the barrel. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> I, I'm excited to try it, though. I mean, yes. I know that we're going to get a sample of it. I can't wait. Um, I'm really excited to put it up against, actually, the 17-year from the Heaven Hill mm-hmm. Heritage Collection. The hick. The hick. 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 Feral Bourbon has also announced batch 32 okay. of their blended bourbon. Comes from Tennessee, Kentucky, and Indiana. And it's clocking in at one... Oh, I can't do that math. One... You want to guess? 14.2. So close. Oh, really? 115.34. Ooh, close. Yeah, not not too bad at all. $90, as always. Uh, it's going to be out. It should be out now. Well, we should be getting a sample of that before too long. Um, still consistently, just one of those products that I like. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. <sighs> my my fed-upness with <laughs> what we have tell. to talk about next. Blue Run High Rye Bourbon Batch 2. Non-age stated, 111 proof, $100, 60,000 bottles. That's not bad. Uh, 65% yellow corn, 30% rye, and 5% malted barley. Comes from 232 barrels. uh, And what? Whiskey Advocate has a couple of wires crossed here. Uh, they said they said in the stats that it's a hundred dollars, but in the need to know, they said it's ninety. Uh, I think you're Oh wait, no, sorry. It says it carries a slightly higher price point up from ninety. My bad. Oh. So the batch one was probably ninety, and then mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, we'll get a sample of that. I'm excited. Yeah, Chris yeah. said he's going to give us mm-hmm. one, right? Yeah, yeah. Can't wait. There's a new Fourgate batch coming out as well. Fourgate Saint Charente. It's batch eighteen. Seven year old. Um, it's going to be one nineteen point two proof. Yes. What is what's the gimmick on it? Uh, it's finished. I know that, but what is Saint Shrinte? Uh, it's a cognac. Cognac. Okay. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Two hundred dollars a bottle. Seventy-five percent corn, twenty-one percent rye, and four percent malted barley. Seven years old. It's about what they usually are, what, 200 bucks? Yeah, about that. Yeah. Uh, a couple of releases from Nelson Brothers. I don't know if... Have you ever heard of Nelson Brothers? Was that Greenbrier? Maybe. The people that did uh, Bell Mead? N- oh, no, it's Nelson's Greenbrier. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. I knew something. <laughs> you did. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, they've got two bourbons coming out, Nelson Brothers Classic Bourbon and the Nelson, Nelson Brothers Reserve Bourbon. Uh, it is not all from Tennessee, though. Both are non-age stated. Uh, one looks to be about 93 proof, and the other one's going to be about 107. Hmm. Uh, classic bourbon, $37. Reserve bourbon, $60. And both of these are going to be available nationwide. Nice. It's not bad at all. That does it for releases this week. Do you th- you've been teasing this to me. 
yeah. for a little while. You I said have. you had a topic that you wanted to talk about and a bottle listen, that you wanted to listen, talk about. I, sometimes I get a little serious about stuff, and I want to know answers. I want to know opinions. It's wheels. There's more wheels. Oh. Well, <laughs> moving on. Uh, what if I pulled out like one of those wheel-shaped wild turkey bottles? The the oh the donut the, the donut. Oh, I would love that. It'd be crazy, right? Yeah. Too bad I don't have it. That's true. Um, okay. <laughs> so I texted you and I was like, "Man, I got a topic I want to talk about. Just something quick. It's not anything and not anything crazy. But if you're listening, Patreon, you want to give me your answer there. If you want to message us, leave it on the Facebook group, whatever. I want to know." What factors do you hold the highest when it comes to buying a bottle of whiskey that you've never tried and it's expensive? Do you, oh, it, okay. is, is it, is it one of your favorite podcasters? Is it one of your favorite YouTubers <clears throat> says it's good? Is it your friend that you trust their palate? Like you, like yeah. uh, if, if you said yes or somebody like that, is it your curiosity? Is it just, what the distillery says or whatever. I want to know what factors drive you to take a chance on something you've never tried and say what I think like the average bottle is probably around like 65 bucks, something that's yeah. like 75, a hundred dollars and above. Like what, what makes you be like, I'm going to take a chance on this and do it. Cause I bought a bottle that I've not tried You've not tried, and I based it on. I think my mine is kind of a combination of curiosity. I want to try something, and opinions from people I trust. I would say it's tough. <laughs> it is tough. It is my my first three things. That I have, well, okay, two things are age and proof. Okay. And I can argue, you know, if it's a little bit more expensive and it is kind of like barely over the 100 mark or close to the 100 mark, but it's got a pretty good age on it. I can justify that a little bit more. I don't mean for this to sound <sighs> snooty, I guess, but. I, I feel like after four and a half years of the podcast, I, I trust my palate enough, or at least trust my decision-making enough to where if I see something that I'm kind of questionable on, I might pass it up. Yeah. But if there's something that, you know, falls under things that I like, or I know that, you know, feels like a good value. <clears throat> I might, I might wind up grabbing it. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's, it's a weird place for me to be in personally. And I'm sorry, I'm getting a little meta about all this, but like, I don't do a whole lot of watching other people's reviews for the sake of, uh, like research yeah. anymore. Just because I, do my own research yeah you know just having gotten to try and, and experience so many different things do you want me to try this blind or do you just want me to know what this is 
You want to try it blind? I mean, it's I kind of, fre- I kind of want to. It's fresh. I'm like, I got to open the wrapper and everything. I've had this for about a week and a half. Okay. And I purposely left it sealed because I wanted to do this. All right. All right. Opening. Oh, you haven't opened it yet. You haven't poured it yet. I thought you had poured it already. Woo! There's the pop. A tight cork. I'm going to guess synthetic cork. Yes. Ooh. I do. Is that enough? You yeah, it's, that's perfect. I don't need any more than that. I got to compete tonight. You do. You trying to sabotage me? No way. Listen, all y'all. It's Listen a sabotage. All sabotage. All right, so like I said, I took a chance on this bottle based on different factors. It was, you know, opinions of friends, um, curiosity was a big part of it and stuff. So I just poured it blind. After we talk about it a little bit, we can talk about the bottle. It smells very dark. Rye whiskey? Mm. Bourbon, really? Mm-hmm. High rye bourbon? Mm-hmm. I think the malt's throwing me off. Oh, wow. That mouthfeel, though, reminds me of a Butterfinger. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's some, like, underlying spice. Yeah, dude. It's, uh, what is that? It's like chocolate and peanut butter, like a light mm-hmm. version of that, but then there's, like... But almost- it's that little puff of spice that's... Like midway through the palate. By the way, that finish is exceptional. I mean, it lasts forever. You know what I'm kind of getting is almost like a pumpkin spice. It's like this orange pumpkin type. Absolutely. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Not the flavor of pumpkin. No. The spice. Like when they make pumpkin spice lattes. Right. It's the spices that go into pumpkin pie. Mm -hmm. Pumpkin pie spice. Exactly. Oh, man, that finish does last a while, doesn't it? That's pretty good. I really like this. <laughs> well, I, I wasn't like... I, I'm i happy because, like I said, I took a chance on this. We've not had it. Yeah. Neither one of us have had it. And I honestly don't know what this could be. Um, What's the price? I paid $90 for this. Okay, that's not too bad. Based on what this tastes like, I would probably pick one up. <laughs> This is batch one. Really? Of Blue Run. It's Blue Run. High rye bourbon whiskey. And it cracked me up because you just wow. talked you talked about batch two, which just came out. Yeah. And I uh Ernie's got some of these. So one of the factors that is my local store got it. I didn't order this off of web Sealbox. Sealbox. I didn't order it off their website. He said this is what I got it for. You're a good customer. I'm going to give it to you exactly. They, he was marking it up like it was like going to be like ninety seven dollars for anybody else. And right. Like he was like ninety bucks, and I was like, okay. Like I said, my buddy Whiskey Morgue is he he sent us um, the um, the older source. We've had the source like thirteen year, fourteen year yeah. blue run. Mm-hmm. We had the fourteen year at uh, OBC. Yes, and uh, it was really good. <laughs> So, you know, it's hard to judge it based on that because, you know, that's not... This is Jim Rutledge overseeing distillate at Castle and Key. Yeah. Four years old. And we've talked about this multiple times. And 
and I've said it that I was not, I didn't know how to take Blue Run. Like, very expensive. But when I start seeing friends that I, I, that I trust, like Whiskey Mork, like, this is good, man. Like, it's good. And I'm like, yeah. okay. Like, and he has a kid. We're always worried about prices. And he's like, I, you know, I think that this is something you, would take a chance on yeah so i took that to opinion the weren't you all talking about this actually on the stream that you did mm-hmm. the only reason i remember that is because i was playing goldeneye <laughs> while i was watching you all and i just like something about that like con- like connected yeah that and like at first i was like were they playing goldeneye and streaming <laughs> at the same time no that's surprisingly really good let me say too that's the best bourbon that's come out of Castle and Key so far. <laughs> right? And like, so. <laughs> I like hate to all, say that, but. And all these factors is like, it kept making me like think like, oh, like I cannot wait to drink this with Perry. Because one, mm. I love opening a new bottle with you. Like. Dude, I do too. It's become. That's been one of my favorite things that we've been able to do. It's, it's controlled me because before, every time I get a new bottle, I'm like, if, if I'm not off work or if I'm like, have like. Yeah. I'm like, open it. I want to try it. But it's so fun to open something new with you because we have very similar opinions and then we have different opinions. And I think it comes together very well. Yeah. And I want to share that with you. And this is just like, it's a big, it's a big thing right now. Like batch two hit yesterday and like people were going crazy over it, sold out. Everybody was talking about it. And... I was like, you know, I can't really order one right now because I want to try batch one to see how it is because that would probably make me decide if I wanted to get batch two. But I had it sealed and I was like, I'm keeping it sealed. I'm not opening this until the show. And I wanted to know if it lived up to the hype. And it's a very Instagram bottle. Um, Being on Instagram, a lot of people talk about it. Um, the owner of Blue Run is always doing Instagram lives with people talking about it, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. Very open. They tell you the mash bill. You can find it easy. You know the age. You know it's at Castle and Key. You know Rutledge was involved in yeah. all that. But I wanted to know if this $90 bottle was worth taking a chance well, on. Well, and I, I think that that's another thing that kind of goes into whether or not I would pick up a bottle. And that's transparency. Yes. Like, I I want to know, and I think that at large, the bourbon community does want to know if a bottle is coming from a place that we can recognize. Yeah. Or we at least know that it was sourced or nothing was added to it or just just allowing them the opportunity to be upfront about what it is that we yeah. are actually drinking on. Um, it's it. It's not to say that, like, I haven't enjoyed bourbons or I don't enjoy bourbons that don't have everything listed. Like we don't really know the mash bills from Jim Beam. Right. Like we don't know a hundred percent know what they are putting into the barrel, but that doesn't keep me from knowing that I like <laughs> the product that goes right. into the bottle. It's just, I would prefer a world where we knew a hundred percent of the way through 
what the mash bill was, how long it was actually aged, if it was sourced, was it finished or not? Did somebody throw in some light whiskey into it to try yeah. to make it, you know, older that or taste older than it actually is? You know, this, that, and the other. And I think that's what a new brand, a new brand coming in. I feel like they have to be transparent. Absolutely. You've got a Jim Beam. It's got history behind it. You've had all their products. You trust that. If it's something new, like I didn't, I didn't know how to feel about Blue Rum because you know, there for a while, you know, they put out all those single barrels. They were expensive. I couldn't afford it. I was like, man, this is this is just stuff I can't afford. Yeah. And then they put this, which kind of dropped the price back down a little bit from those single barrels down to ninety bucks. And I was like, that's kind of right on the edge of where I decide if I want to buy, it, take a chance or not, and all that. So I was. I did, and I'm glad that I know what went into it at least. It is so good. <laughs> yeah, I was. Is. I wasn't expecting it to be this good. No, even I. I was hoping it would be good because I paid the money for it. But yeah, I'm very happy with this product right now. I'm very happy I got to try this product. Yeah, and yeah. I, I'm not gonna lie. Instagram like, the heck out of this. Yeah, Instagram <laughs> the heck out of this. <laughs> You knew you knew what I was about to say before I said yes. it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna take some good pictures of this. Yeah, yeah. it's a great it's a great packaging too. Like, oh, I mean, it I looks think the beautiful. design is absolutely exceptional. I'm just happy that it we, it gives us a po- something positive. I mean, we were very frustrated last week with our Castle and Key thing, and I think it just shows if you have the right person overseeing something then you can make a good product. Yeah. So take that as you want. But there it is. That's batch one. Batch two is already hit, everybody. We're a little bit behind, but well, that's what... Now, now I'm excited for So now I'm excited two. about batch two, and we can compare them. So. All right, you want to talk about some TTP labels? Throw them at me. Oh, man, we got some good stuff to talk about this week. First and foremost, New Riff. Mm. They're malted rye. They're coming out with a new release that is finished in sherry casks. Oh. Six years old, 100% malted rye, 100 proof. Did we talk about their seven year coming out last time? Did we? We're getting ahead. Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting ahead You're of You're getting them. ahead of yourself. <laughs> ah, ah, I got to slow down. I got to back off a little bit. Really excited about that. Uh, there is going to be a gold label version of Barrel Craft Spirits Seagrass. Mm. Again, finished in uh, Martinique rum, Madeira, and apricot brandy barrels. Um, the proof on this? Oh, I saw this. 144.1. Oh, it's hazmat. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. 20 years old as well. Oh, my Lord. It better be. How much is that going to cost? $400? Um, Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me you're not excited for that. No, though. I'm definitely excited. I mean, excited after about. how much we loved the 16. If we get a sample... And we lock it. I'm saying it right now. We split. We we go in together. We 100%. buy a full bottle. Absolutely. All right. Wild Wolf Kentucky Bourbon Whiskey, 108 proof. Wild Wolf. Uh it's uh huh. <laughs> you want me to read the back to you? Please. All right. Here we go. Oh. Oh, it's oh no. <laughs> okay, it's Hartfield and Co. in Paris. Oh. Yeah. Uh, unfiltered, this Civil War era style bourbon 
takes you back in time. The wild mountain yeast and the old handcrafted mash bill fuse well in replicating the Civil War era bourbon flavor experience. Ride with Wild Wolf, then sit around the campfire, bask in the barrel to bottle in the barrel to bottle adventure and enjoy spicy earth notes of fresh cut hay, creamy vanilla bean, honeysuckle and dark chocolate covered cherry. Each small batch is numbered, yada, yada, uh, to commemorate a Civil War battle fought by the Wild Riders 1st Kentucky Union Cavalry Regiment, um, <laughs> commanded by Wild Wolf, Colonel Frank Lane Wolford. Skip to the end. Uh, grit and determination. <laughs> I kind of want to try it. What is this? <laughs> Just to know, it's it's bourbon. I know, but is it sourced? No, it's from Hartfield and Company in Paris. So, but that's their own thing. It's their own distillate. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we got a new mic drop coming out soon as well. God, I still wish I could have got that. The original? No, the Wilderness Trail mic drop. Oh heck yeah! Oh, oh dude. Uh, seven years old, distilled in 2015. Uh, it says it's aged in Louisville. 60% corn, thir- whoa, 13% oats, mm. 17% wheat, 10% barley. Four grain. Uh, am I missing? Am I missing the proof? 56.5%. So what is that? 113. 113. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, you did that math. I know those I know those proofs pretty close. Yeah. Pretty good. All right, here we go. Now we can talk about the new Rift 7 year old. Ooh, it's charity barrel. Yeah, bleh. charity barrel, right? Yes, for okay. uh for Western Kentucky for the uh tornado relief fund. Uh it looks like it's going to be 110 proof. Oh. But uh, it, it looks like it's their own distillate. It is. Filled on June 26, 2014, uh, this exclusive single barrel offering from New Rift's Batch 1 Bourbon was auctioned for Western Kentucky Tornado Relief, bottled at barrel proof, barrel proof, golly, I can't talk. Without chill filtration, this well-aged high-rye bourbon is how New Rift raises a glass and funds for our embattled neighbors in the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Heck yes. I'm all in. Dude. I got to try the uh, the fifteen year bourbon that they put out. Oh, that uh, I guess the OKI stuff they had left. Yeah, over. how uh-huh. was that? Amazing. Interesting. Interesting. It wasn't. It wasn't amazing. Like I wish that it had been just a little bit more. Like it had it left wasn't more one of, of those an impression like, on me. Hot the high aged MGPs that were just like yeah. It, it just it yeah. it rang a little flat for me, okay. which I think is unfortunate. But you know, I wanted that to be. I just wonder what it would have been bourbon. like if they would have. Put it in a bottle at like 13 years instead yeah. of 12. Or uh, instead of 15. Ooh, Starlight's got a cigar batch coming out. Oh, man. Bourbon whiskey finished in Brazilian Amberana barrels? I'm all about some Starlight right now. Dude, I'll me too. You. Oh, it's bottled in bond too. Damn. Four years old, 100 proof. I am so down for that. That's kind of so funny because the original bottled in bond was to keep people from like like putting like cigars and like tobacco spit (laughs) in it and they did one with that that's awesome (laughs) oh are you excited for this i think you are but i haven't even said what what it is yet uh lucky seven has a french oak finished bourbon coming out at 132.1 132 um my daily bourbon and i were talking about this 
the other day. Um, I I want this so bad. I think it just sounds amazing. Uh, got another Starlight Barrel. <laughs> Golly, another Starlight release coming out soon too. Uh, it's a rye whiskey finished in sherry barrels. Hmm. Four years old, one fourteen proof. Looks like it's going to be a single barrel, so could average around one fourteen. Might be higher, might be lower. This year's Heaven Hill Select stock has also been filed on the TTV. One ten proof Kentucky bourbon whiskey finished in chin- chinquapin barrels. Hmm. What's that? I don't know. <laughs> I I do not know. But it's been finished for two and a half years. Jeez, that's a long time. Yeah. Uh, put into the barrel finishing casks uh, November 22nd, 2019. I was trying to look it up, and I don't even know how to spell it. And it, didn't bring, <laughs> it brought up like an old car or something like that. C, do you want me to spell it for you? Yes. C-H-I. Okay. N-Q-U-A-P-I-N. Ooh, chinquapin oak is a deciduous species of tree in the white oak group. The species Ooh. was oh, often okay. called, I can't say that word. I don't know how to read, Quarcus acuminata in it's older, okay. lit- it's okay. older it, literature. Essentially, it's a double-oaked bourbon. Okay. Uh, because this is a 13-year-old small batch finished for another two years in 36-month oh, air. Yeah. 36-month air-dried chinquapin barrels uh, charred to a level three. Wow. That's going to be oaky. We got a new Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey that's bottled and bond coming from Green River. Oh, I'm all about some Green River (laughs) right now. So excited, Y'all got me hopped for you. (laughs) I can't wait to try it. Um, That's it. I'm just... I like that. I'm looking forward to it. Yes. Now we can talk about the Jack Daniels Koi Hill Batch. I want. I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and put it out right now. Send the samples because Kentucky, or at least our area, we're not going to see it on a shelf. Or we never a, got Coy Hill. We no. never got it. We never got it. Uh, the label that was put out for the TTV, TTV excuse me, says 155.8 <laughs> proof. Lord, I'm not going to be able to feel my legs again. Take me home. <laughs> Take the wheel, Jesus. <laughs> Oh, I'm excited. We got a new OKI release as well. Are they coming out uh, soon? Oh, I think I saw this. It's a blended a blend, bourbon whiskey. Yeah. yeah. Low rye bourbon, eight to ten years old, high rye bourbon, three to eight years old, ninety-five five rye. So it's not a blended bourbon, it's a blended American whiskey. Um TTB, get on that. Fix that. <laughs> Let them know. I know how hard it is to get something pushed through the TTB. Yeah, absolutely. Um my palate's gonna be shot tonight. Hey, uh, we got this little bit and one review, and you'll be good for yeah. the rest of the night. You don't have to go on till eleven o'clock. Tonight. That is very true. I'm gonna have to have like one pour of something at dinner tonight, because yeah, just to get you ready to go. Well, today's my sister's birthday. Oh, happy birthday! She's 24. Reading them books and posting them posts. Working in the governor's office in Kentucky. I always she's doing amazing she's things, got a cool man. she's got a cool page she really on does Instagram. yeah tales for tales tales for tales she's reading books and she's posting cocktail pairings she's another pairing i'm gonna she needs i'm gonna put her on taking back sundays oh you should 
That would be awesome. She's going to make you read, though. Comics? I don't know if she's ever read Watchmen. I feel like April would take over that because April reads all the books, so they would probably just take over <laughs> Taking Back Sundays. That would be crazy. She needs to read Watchmen, though. Of all the the graphic novels. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, there's also... What does that mean? Rycorn whiskey. Rycorn whiskey? Rycorn. I mean... I don't know. Uh, it's nine years old, and there's a light whiskey that's ten years old. So this is not a blended bourbon. This is a blended American whiskey. Yeah, if there's not all making. bourbons, then you, yeah. Um, looks like the oldest whiskeys that are put into it are from 2007. So, I mean, I'm down to try it. I'll, I'll try it. I'm all about some care. older light whiskey right now. Oh, there's some a, good stuff. There's another Heaven Hill Select stock. It's an eight year old rye. Hmm. That's also finished in chinquapin barrels. Wow. Huh. Distilled August 10th, 2011. That's uh, four days after Lucy and I went on our first date. Oh. Can I be honest, though? I do not like those bottles they're in. I think they're okay. I, I really don't I'm like the labels. I'm not a big fan of them. Like the fact all. that I have to turn my head sideways yeah, so that I, I can like look the at the, the label. I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah. All right. Um, April texted you, by the way. She's in the car and on the way home. Okay. <laughs> Perry's using my computer, if you haven't known. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a new single barrel coming from Chestnut Farms, which is also from Barton 1792. Uh, 125 proof. So essentially another foolproof style pick. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Bull Run? Straight bourbon whiskey finished in cognac casks, 16 years old. So where's that coming from? Uh, I know they source. So was that probably Heaven Hill or something? I don't know. They don't say. It doesn't say. Because we don't see the, it says, the bottle. It says produced and bottled by Bull Run Distilling Company. Hmm. Maybe there is a 16-year-old... <laughs> <laughs> I whatever bourbon I don't know I'm, my brain's broken and last but not least Koval has a single barrel rye whiskey that they're going to be putting out finished in cherry wood and distilled in Chicago looks to be 100 proof uh, really interesting hmm. says certified organic I don't know it's fine anyway <laughs> that's all the news that we have this week <sighs> That's a lot of news. A lot of news. Time for us to drink some whiskey. Oh, my gosh. I've been looking at this thing. I've been giving it the eyes the whole time. (laughs) Giving it the eyes. So this is the first release in the Heaven Hill Heritage Collection, which seems like it's going to be trying to rival the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection, but I got to say, at the price, I'm not sure that it actually compares. But this is... A 17-year-old version of their standard Heaven Hill bourbon mash bill, 78, 12, and 10. That's 12 malted barley, 10 rye. 118.2 proof. Can I take a second from last week's episode when I'm sure people were yelling at me when I was like, you know what? 
I wish they would set aside some Elijah Craig that was like 17 years old. This is it. Um, but I know that there's Elijah Craig 18, 20. I was meaning barrel proof, barrel proof and yeah. I said it later. But after that episode, I mentioned him before. Whiskey Morg sent me a screenshot of a. He did a tasting. He's from Canada. He did a tasting at Spirit of Toronto in 2020. Do you want to see this Heaven Hill tasting? He would did? love to. Okay, so they did a a six year Larceny barrel proof, which was at 60.4 percent. They did an Elijah Craig straight rye six year old at 64.9 percent. What? The third pour was Experimental Mash Bill, 51% malt whiskey, eight-year-old at 67.6%. And the last pour on his list was Elijah Craig Straight Bourbon, 18 years old at 71.4% alcohol. That's a tasting he did in Toronto. How did they do this? Heaven Hill took that. And they did a take. Why can't we get that Elijah Craig bottled? Why can't we get that? <laughs> That's a tasting he did. That's exactly what I said. I wanted Elijah Craig barrel proof, like 17 years old, just highest proof you can get. Look at that thing. <laughs> and people call us jaded. <laughs> I was about to say the exact same thing. <laughs> Y'all can get anything in Kentucky. Look at that tasting. No, you cannot get anything in Kentucky. <laughs> Look at that tasting. That's amazing. Anyway. <laughs> I was so jealous when he sent me that. So I was this, like, you've got to be kidding me, Mike. So this is the first edition of the Heaven Hill Heritage Collection. $250 oh, a bottle. $250? Oh, God. If I like this, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> Hey, we could split this one too. Okay, <laughs> I'm down for it. I'm shaking a little bit. Put it, put it in that nice decanter that they oh. sent us. Sorry, Bill. Sorry, Bill. <laughs> that would be good. We have Actually, it. It's we'll not just, a, we'll yeah. just put half of it in that. Okay, that smells really good. I'm gonna set that down for a second. <laughs> I'm already upset. I'm already <laughs> mad about <laughs> this. <laughs> oh my gosh, it smells so good. <laughs> oh. It smells like going to a distillery and bourbon being released into the air. It smells... From the barrel. It smells what you want to describe to somebody who doesn't understand how good bourbon is. It's a really good way of putting it. I mean, it. there's no singe on the nose. It's this very, like, comforting... You know it's a older bourbon, but there's like this kind of like oaky spice you can get on the nose. I mean, oh my God. it's like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like you're just smelling the mixture of peanut butter, jelly, and bread together. And it makes you feel good. I think it goes further than that. Well, I mean, I'm just saying that's <laughs> that's off of my 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 snack notes. It just it's 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 so good. Okay, scratch here's, it out. Here's the thing. I think that it actually goes. <laughs> I might have hurt my face there. Um, 
a little bit more towards like freshly mashed grapes. Okay. I mean, I got I jelly. Mean, like it, but I it's got like that, that aroma of like it's it's not been processed or it's not been messed with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I It's such a good nose. Oh, I don't want to taste it. I right mean, now. it's got all of the 17 years present. Uh-huh. On the nose. I mean, I'm telling you, purple. I mean, I'm getting this, oh for this, sure. Like you said, grape. It's just purple. I just see this, this nice, relaxing purple color when I smell this. And then there's this little bit of like nutty. It's a little peanut butter and white bread to me. Like it's a peanut, but it's like smelling your grandma's peanut butter and jelly sandwich that she just made for you when you got home from school and that was your snack after school man and the color it just looks so it's nice. so dark i'm sorry i'm not speaking a whole lot but well, you, I'm, I mean, I'm, trying good, to, I'm trying to i'm trying to dissect this more and more but it's it's got this thing about it too that's like fresh cigar tobacco too i mean like it's it's dark in ways that just round it out so much and i even feel like there's a little bit of a citrus burst on the front end of the nose it's almost an orange kind of an orange yeah i was going a little bit more lemon but i can i can definitely feel orange on there too maybe a cutie maybe a cutie yeah yeah just tell me when you're ready to drink this. I I I don't know because there's so much to get into with this nose, and this is everything that I wanted a high aged Elijah Craig to be. Yeah, it'd be cool if it was a little bit higher proof, but if if this is the best version of this product, what was the proof? One eighteen point two. Okay, so it's still way yeah. way more than like. Ninety proof, yeah, nineteen exactly. Ninety proof. Uh, It's just, it's one of those things where I feel like I have been waiting so long (laughs) for this product to come out because of how much I love everything that went into it, and it's. I actually feel like my expectations were lived up to. Yeah, I'm looking at your box of Elijah Craig Well Proof over here, and just I know how much you love Elijah Craig. I do love Elijah Craig. It was the bourbon that convinced me that I like yeah. bourbon. All right. All right. I'm actually going to. Cheers, brother. This is cheers worthy yes. bourbon. Oh, well. I'm actually, I'm like, it's taking seconds for the different flavors to like coat right now. And I have the most buttercream coating on my tongue no joke it's like i've i took a kind of a like a spoon of a little bit of buttercream and i'm just chewing on some buttercream right now i am leaning a little bit more savory than you are Mm. my my palate's reaction to it was Creating saliva, <laughs> like like kind of trying to expand some of the flavors and like allow it to 
I just just show itself. This is such a good bourbon. Oh, it's so good. It's so so good. Oh. I I'm trying not to let the price influence. No price. How good this is. We would split it for the sake of the conversation. Money is not an issue. Right we would now. we would split it. Yeah, I would buy a bottle if I could afford one. On its own, I would. I'd buy this at that price, and I would enjoy it. And this is a bottle that, although I'd want to drink it alone. Because it's so no, good. No, this has to be shared. But that's what I was going to say. Although <laughs> I would I would be tempted to go back to it because it's so good. This is a bottle just like that 20-year-old Four Roses that I said, every time I drink it, I either want to send somebody a sample and drink it with them or enjoy it with a friend or something like that because that's how good it is. The rest of this sample... Mm is getting stored away. <laughs> yeah, we don't... Also, by the way, thank you, Heaven Hill, for sending us the sample for yes, free. <laughs> Heaven Hill. Thank you. So we could review it. And a it. decanter. Yeah, they sent us a beautiful decanter. Which, sorry, Bill. Um. <laughs> We're keeping it. I mean, but, but seriously, like, this is just... It just hits those marks where I said... I said before about if I'm going to pay that much money for it, it's something that I can sit with one ounce and I can think about, I can enjoy one ounce of it. Yeah. And although it's tempting to keep pouring, I don't want to because I want to save that moment for somebody else. Well, it, it just kind of begs to be explored. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it it's not a... I'm going to go back for seconds or thirds right. kind of bourbon. I mean, it just needs time to breathe and it needs time for you to accept what this product is. Man. It's, I I don't get the savory notes on it because I'm hitting all these sweet notes. I'm hitting peanut butter and jelly sandwich and it's just this on like the flavor wheel <laughs> it's hitting just like so many different yeah, aspects of it's it for me binging off every yeah. part of it so i guess we have to rate this now oh god this is hard i think the nose i mean i'm going to give the nose a 5 i think the nose i probably spent more time smelling it than tasting it and i'd smell it all day if you said you can't taste this, but you can smell it. I'd say, okay, I'll just smell it. I'll drink something else, and I'll just go back, and I'll keep smelling this. I'll give it a five. I'll give it a five on the nose. Eric, I'm going to jump ahead. Okay. I'm giving this a 19 out of 20. Okay. <laughs> just going for it, right? I like it. The, the nose is one of the most inviting things I've ever smelled. Nothing about it I think I would change. The palate gets me excited, 
to keep going back and try it again. And it's so explosive and it hits so many different marks and it makes me want to continue drinking it. And the finish lasts a bajillion years. Yeah. (laughs) It really does though. It just never ends. It makes me want to just sit with it and find ways to enjoy it further. And I do every time that I go back to it and it expands upon the flavors that are there on the palate and the nose. And it introduces even darker notes. I mean, like there is a barbecue note on here too, which I feel like I don't get on premium bourbons yeah but it's there and i want to give this price a five but the fact that there are things like the antique collection which exists at a hundred dollars and you are getting an 18 year old whiskey for that price that blows this out of the water yeah but there is no way that i can ignore the quality of this whiskey that it th- I think at the core is what makes this a near perfect bourbon for yeah. me. I and and I just on flavor alone, this is a perfect bourbon. Yeah. I mean, uh, like I'm I'm <laughs> this is already like in my number one spot. I gave for it, the year. I gave it an 18 because it was the price that brought it down. Did you give it a three? Yeah. Because I looked at it and I said, Heaven Hill has a a track record of pricing things pretty good. Like, they're old fits. Usually $10 a year. They're 12-year Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, 75 bucks. I'm like, you give me this, it, 17 years old, right? Yeah. You give me this at 190 bucks. 170 bucks or whatever. I'm I'm giving you a 5. But let me let me say this about the value of it. This is a bourbon that should last you a long time. Oh yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think if we're looking at something that you're kind of making an investment in, and not necessarily treating it as like an everyday purchase. This is a special bottle. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree. I I think that this $250 in that case is a lot of money, but still with the quality behind it, I I think it deserves to be praised. Yeah. I just think if it's at 250 what they say we're not going to get it for 250 at a store. You might. I mean, we might, but I think there's a better chance it's going to be even more. Yeah. And that's the only thing. I mean, if yeah. if I'm not I'm just judging the price. I agree. I mean, I'm I'm still I still got a little bit left in my glass because I've sat here and I've just smelled it and I've tasted it. It it deserves every bit of praise we've given it. Yeah. And me just being picky on the price doesn't mean anything against the uh, the taste of it. God, I, I mean, I'm still smelling it right now. So, yeah. 
start saving our money, we'll yeah, split I know. the bottle. I just, like, my thought keeps going back to, like, this is everything I want in a bourbon. Mm-hmm. I really, really it love this. Like, like I said before, when I smelled it, it, this was what I want to describe to somebody who's never drank bourbon, and I want them to love bourbon instantly. This will be it. I need a nap now. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's nap time. It is nap time. I guess that means we have to move into tips and bits so we can go ahead and wrap up this episode. God, this is so good. Got one little drop. I'm going to save it throughout the rest of this. (laughs) (laughs) You have anything you want to recommend to people? It's March Madness. And I'm so excited for March Madness. I probably didn't edit anything in there because I'm going to be scrambling to get this episode <laughs> out. But we don't talk a lot talk a lot about sports here. And we really I, don't. But we we, we both we love both sports. love sports. <laughs> We're just not the people who are just like every conversation we want to have is about sports. I also don't have enough to say about sports to maintain a conversation right. about it. I love baseball. Baseball is like my sport. But otherwise, like I can, I mean, if I'm watching it, I can kind of get my way through a conversation yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. But like anything off the top of the dome, nothing. Right. I can't do, I can't do stats. I can't do like trying to analyze things or like, it, there, there's just so, I, it, it's just not how my brain works. Yeah. Like I don't find that interesting. And I also don't find the space within my own head to, you know, be conversational about it. No, I completely understand. Anyway. <laughs> but um, uh, it's it's March Madness. It's basketball season. I love college basketball. I love NBA basketball. Um, But when March comes around, this is my time. Like, I'll, I'll, I love Kentucky football. I'll watch the Super Bowl. I love baseball. I, I love watching my son play baseball more than I like Major League Baseball. That's well, just me. I mean, me playing baseball is what got me excited right. about baseball in general. Um, but I also, just like the personalities of people who like baseball, I gravitate way more towards than I do anybody who, yeah. not anybody, excuse me, but like the dominant personality of people who like basketball and, and right. football. Um, That's I'm going to move on from that. No, but I get you. I hope that but no- I love basketball, <laughs> and I love Kentucky basketball, and I'm sure people listening are probably like, oh, Kentucky basketball, you always... Listen, we've had some rough years the past couple of years. It's true. But this year, I love this Kentucky Wildcats basketball team so much because they are all like a family. It, like, rem- it reminds me of those first couple of years that Calipari was yes, the coach. This, when when John Wall and um, DeMarcus Cousins yes, were playing for it, Kentucky. You, exactly. And we, they actually won a championship. Yes. <laughs> you hit it on the head there. We've went up and down. We've always had a decent team. The past couple of years, we've not had a good team. But this team has come together. And you see players coming off the bench and scoring, and the whole bench just loving it, people yeah. giving each other hugs. They're the most like family-oriented Supportive. team ever. Yeah. And we are, we're in that position to where we're not number one, but we are good enough to be number one. Yeah. And we're heading into March Madness 
on a high note. We just beat Florida. And I guess my tips and bits is just enjoy college basketball right now because whether you have a team or not, there's going to be there's going to be upsets, there's going to be buzzer beaters, there's going to be just highs and lows, and it's just a fun time yeah. to watch basketball. If It's like the Super Bowl of college basketball. Just turn on ESPN and watch March Madness, whether it's the conference series or the actual NCAA tournament. Watch some March Madness, and if you don't have a team, cheer for Kentucky. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Just do it. Please. Yes. I mean, I'm excited about it, too. I not, mean, not quite I, like you are, but... I have my Kentucky shoes on, my Nikes, my Kentucky Nikes. I may freaking just go buy a jersey. I haven't bought a... We could do, jer- a, we could do a watch party for some Kentucky games. Oh, where Oh, SEC uh, championship? Because I know we're going to be in it. Aren't we already in it? Mm. Do Are there more games to play before Sunday? Yeah. How many more? Like, just Saturday and then Sunday? Yeah, there it's the SEC tournament. Yeah, then, right. But I thought that they already made it, like they were already qualified for the finals. Um, let's see. I, I could have had sworn. the fine. Let's see, Kentucky. We play Vandy on because um, we're uh, we're the second we're the second seed because we're up against Auburn because Auburn is number one. So well, we're gonna crush Vandy. Heck yeah. Scotty Pippen's son ain't got nothing on us. Well, I'm going to circle back around to nerdy stuff. Oh, my God. I just finished that. It's so good. I'm letting it sit for a little bit. Mm. I have been going back through um, because we did. Oh. The Batman. Oh, gosh. We didn't even talk about it. Mm. We both saw the Batman separately, but we both saw the Batman. We did. This past weekend. We did. Um. I am now convinced that it is the best Batman movie. And I love The Dark Knight to death. I think it's a fantastic piece of film. But as far as like a Batman movie goes, this is it. This is it. I think that they finally got who Batman is. Not Bruce Wayne. Batman. Right. Yeah. It's it's called The Batman for a reason. And I, I love it so much. It is a three hour long movie though yeah <laughs> i mean and and our theater was so hot it was like 75 to 80 degrees in our in our theater i had two small boys beside me going how long does this last <laughs> like they were like every time like there was some action scenes they were like oh yeah but when the slow parts happened they were like we've been here forever <laughs> <laughs> But you had some issues with it. I don't think it's a perfect movie. I do think that there are moments where it like, could have been sped up a little bit. Like The pacing yeah. was just a little slow. But I think I like it more than you do. I like it a lot. But at the same time, I... And this is personal preference. I've read comics. I've read Year One. I've read uh, Long Halloween. All that stuff. I get this Batman. Like, I totally get it. But my personal preference is the Batman who switches from Dark Knight to Playboy millionaire Bruce Wayne. I like that. I get it that that's not what this 
he's not got there yet or this is not the Batman that they are doing. I get that. I understand it. I'm just saying as a personal preference, I like seeing that switching back and forth. And that's just me being what's, you know, my personal preference. I'm not saying that that took away from the movie. I'm just saying for a three-hour movie, I would have liked to seen a little bit something like that switching back and forth. Yeah. But overall... I thought it was awesome. It's the best detective Batman movie you could ever get. And that, to me, is what my favorite part of Batman, is the detective side of it. I just think if I would have had a little bit of the Bruce Wayne, I'm going to be this different character compared to Batman, I would have liked it even more. Yeah. But needless to say, it's the best detective Batman movie you'll ever see right now. I think so, too. I think so, too. Just... <laughs> Just good stuff, man. Yeah. Just and infinitely good stuff. It just it just shows even more how Robert Bat Battens and Robat Batten. Robat Batten is he's a great actor. Yeah. Like if you've not watched anything else and you're like, Oh, he's just a guy from Twilight, well, you're missing out because he's he's a pretty great actor. Go watch the lighthouse. Yes. <laughs> Go watch the lighthouse. We'll talk later. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was I was gonna mention a couple other Batman things, but I went back and watched uh, Batman Beyond: Return of the Joker. Oh. But I think that Batman Beyond might be my favorite animated Batman series. I love that series; it's I, so good. I still think the ri- the original is my favorite, but I get it. I totally right get it. next next to it though. When you've got the old man Bruce Wayne mentoring the new high-tech Batman Beyond. It's it's one it's of the really coolest good. series ever. Yeah, It's really, really good. I could get into it for a long time, but we really don't have time for it <laughs> this week uh, because you've got to go soon so you can go pick up your kids mm. from school. And also, we have been doing this for... We, we've now been here for almost five hours. <laughs> 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 so that means it's about time for us to wrap things up. Thank you all so much for listening. Eric, where can people follow up with us and where can they find all of the things that we do and support us and this, that, and the other? Well, I think the first place you should check out is on the old uh, the old Patreon because you can support the show. The show has fees. It has stuff it has to pay for. We want to put out more content. So for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show. And at $5, you get all the bonus content. You get uncut episodes which lasts like 5,000 hours. And then you get uh, Porsche on the Floor. You get Sampley Irresistible. You get all the fun stuff. Join the Patreon. Just do it. If you want to send us a question or a comment, or you want to send a sample to review, a pairing you want us to do, send us an email at thisismybourbonshop at gmail.com. We also have a merch and apparel store. It's bourbonshop.threadless.com. If you want to get some Whiskey Mutant gear, it's whiskeymutant.myshopify.com. If you want to leave a voicemail, you can leave one at 859-428-8253. That's the barrel rings. We'll listen to you, and we'll talk back to you right here. Not real time, but you'll be able to listen to it. Uh, Social media, it's Facebook. We have a Facebook group. This is my Bourbon Podcast Facebook group. Um, We have a barrel pick there that you can sign up for if you want. And it's just a place to ask questions or share memes or anything else you want to do. 
uh, Twitter, Instagram, um, YouTube. This is my bourbon podcast. Uh, if you want to follow Perry, it's pritter1792. If you want to follow me, uh, Whiskey Mutant on Instagram, TikTok, everything else. I have a YouTube. You you got to find it. You got to search it. It's I don't have a hundred followers, so I don't have <laughs> Whiskey Mutant YouTube name. And if you want to leave a review, just do it on Apple or Spotify. Um, we've got, like Perry mentioned before, we've got some good ratings, but leave a, leave a message. We'll read it out here, please. And then just tell people about us. Tell your friends. They never listen to a bourbon podcast. This is the one you should tell them about. And we also have a new Patreon. Is that right? We do have a new Patreon. And that it, Patreon? Pa- no, I don't know. Patron? Patron? Patron. We got a new bottle of Patron. Patron. I've got a bottle of Patron somewhere. Patrones. <laughs> <laughs> Big Patrones. <laughs> Our new patron of the week is Joe Nance. Joe Nance. I think I know him. I Well, I think you might be thinking of Jim Nance, who is a sports commentator. <laughs> no, Joe Nance? Joe, N-A-N-T-Z. Okay, yes. I met you do him know Joe? At Whole Foods one time. Um, I think he likes barbecue. N- no kidding. Yeah, I think I was buying a tomahawk steak and... This guy was very picky about his cut of meat. Huh. He's like, I want the Joe Nance cut. And they're like, oh, sorry, Joe. I didn't know it was you. And um, wow, they gave him. And I was like, can I get the Joe Nance cut of meat? And they're like, no, you're not Joe Nance. I was like, oh, shit. Um, <laughs> and he walked off and he looked badass. And that's the last time I saw him. I'm pretty sure that's the same guy. Did he walk off into the sunset? Yeah, like I didn't see him. Like, jeez, the whole store just got really bright, and I kind of got blinded for a second. And then they were like, "Here's your cut of steak." Well, Joe, let us know if that was you that basically walked into heaven after. Yeah, I'm pretty sure buying it was a the same cut guy. of steak. I'm pretty sure it's the same. Uh, but thank you so much, Joe, for uh, <laughs> supporting the show on Patreon. But also thank you to everybody who supports the show over on Patreon.com/slash My Bourbon Podcast. Uh, you guys are the best. That does it for this week. Next week, is there anything specific? I will probably I talk about Matt Madness. Yeah. You got to go rest up for this. I need a nap. I'm I'm about to go take a nap. You got to rest up. I need it. All right. Thank you all for listening. As always, hope you enjoyed Matt Madness this past weekend. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope you come back for another week as well next Wednesday. We'll see you so soon. Take care of yourselves. Take care of the planet. Take care Captain of everything. Planet. He's I don't, I, a hero. I just don't want to be hard. Do what? I don't oh, want to be. I don't yeah. want to be hard. Yeah, that's all. Who I wants ask. to be hard? It's the worst one. Uh, well, go figure out which Captain Planet member you would be, and let us know next week. But until then, I'm Perry. I'm Eric, and this is my Bourbon Podcast.